A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ramble Reacts. Chelsea have got a lot to do in the second leg against Real Madrid. It's Thursday, 13th of April. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Andy Brassel. And I'm pro Frank Lampard, Pete Donaldson. Welcome, one and all, to another Ramble Reacts. Yes, we are, of course, reacting to the Champions League action that happened last night. Real Madrid 2, Frank Lampard's Chelsea, specifically Pete Donaldson, 0. <laughs> um, well, before the game, uh, Gary Cottrell, um, your favourite and mine, uh, chased down Todd Bowley and asked him what he'd like to say to the fans. And Big Todd said, have a lot of faith. We're going to win 3-0 tonight. And I found that quite fascinating because he reiterated a few times that they were going he to win 3-0. He said it three times, didn't he? Yeah, he yes. repeated it like a mad mantra, like he was manifesting it. Is that just what Cottrell does to, 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 to someone, do you think? Well, he did ask him the same question a lot of times yeah. as well, uh-huh. which mm-hmm. I, I think didn't help. Uh, message to the fans, give the fans a message. Yeah. What have you got to say to the fans? I mean, essentially, that is the same question. Mm put in three slightly different wordings. Are, we, are, yeah. are, are journalists and reporters, do they still ask that question just in case, for the, you know, if, for the first time perhaps ever in English football, someone says something mildly interesting? It's going to happen. Yeah. We've just if, keep, keep got to of, asking that if question. If you sort of say the same thing so many times, they sort of panic and try and reword it in a different way mm. and they go massively off reservation and yeah. they're confused and they say the wrong thing. It is... It, do you not think that, that there's a lot of waiting around as a journalist, uh, Andy? And then yes. suddenly it's go time and you're like, oh my God, it reminded me of Brit Awards mm. 2017. I asked Boy George, uh, chicken or lamb? Uh, <laughs> chicken or lamb? Yeah, but- Are you going to have the chicken or lamb? He's a vegetarian. He made that very clear. That was live on the radio. I fucked it, Andy. I absolutely yeah, but, fucked but it. You were- but you just... <laughs> 
You were at You're the like uh, spring. You, you, you were at the deli counter though at the time, weren't you? <laughs> Chicken or lamb? For crying out make, loud, we've, we've make the we're make out the decision for crying out loud, boy George. We're out of tofu, mate. And okay? unchain that man. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is. It is kind of. It, it is kind of like a wait, lot of waiting around, and then and then suddenly and then suddenly. It's go time and you've got to ask the important question. But the problem is you've only got one question in your head or you've forgotten your notes and it's it's it, and you're on the hop as well. You're following a man down some stairs. I, I, I should say we should wrap up this chat, by the way, um, that we started talking about um, Gary Cottrell. I asked Luke yesterday, who would he rather be stuck in a lift with, Gary Cottrell or James Corden? We mm. put it to the listeners. 77% agreed with Luke that they would rather be stuck in a lift with Gary Cottrell. Really? He, yeah. He, so that's quite damning. He's a populist. Quite he's a populist. <laughs> yeah. What, Luke is? Luke, yeah. Yeah. He, 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 he sings to the choir. Mm. Sings to the choir? Procession? No, that's James Corden. Is that James Corden? Yeah. Sorry, can't book karaoke. I'm getting very confused. Yeah. James Corden would book a whole choir and then sing at them. and go, no, 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 you're interrupting. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yes, all the way back we go to Real Madrid 2, Chelsea mm. 0. It was a tall order, of course. Uh, Pete Donaldson. They were never going to win the 3 0 that Todd Bowley um, kept predicting. (laughs) Do you think that, all things considered, it's it's not a terrible result? I mean, obviously, it's not not good. I I think think seeing how Real Madrid were against Barcelona like seven short days ago, Mm. they've got nine matches to play in April. I think if Real Madrid turn up next time, that flat and that knackered, Mm. which to any other team is still. I say flat to any other team is is still you know pretty hilly. Yes, let's, let's, <laughs> let's make that very clear. Uh, and the game is going to be that open like two nil. Mm. Isn't the death sentence it used to be? Certainly with the way it goes back then. So I I, I don't know, it's man. Still like, I'm I'm still pro Frank. <laughs> I know you are. Well, you said he was brought in to win him the Champions League. Yeah. Uh, which... No, I said it was the only option they had open to them oh, because yeah. who else would take that job yeah. at that point? Yeah, didn't finish top half in the Premier League, but they did with the Champions no. League. Exactly. I, mean, I mean, Andy, straight from the off, Chelsea, you know, has Joao Felix in behind uh, the back yeah. line of Real Madrid. And that kind of, when I look back on that, it kind of annoys me because I think, oh my goodness, you know, we could see quite a lot of goals here. That was an early chance. And it, mm. and it didn't really... He obviously didn't take it, and that wasn't really that indicative of um, the uh, the way the game went. No, and as you say, he obviously didn't take it because he's not taking them at the moment. Mm. I mean, I would love to know what it is about Chelsea that's making them not score at the moment. I mean, bear in mind that this is the first time they've not scored in four consecutive games for nearly 30 years. Yeah. It's, it's extraordinary, really. And if, if we talk about like the comeback possibly being on, can we really see them scoring two goals next week? Because maybe against last year's Real Madrid, who are a bit more harem scarum, flying on the seat of their pants, particularly in the knockout phase, okay, I can understand there could be like a turnaround. Here, it feels like Real Madrid, they're all very sensible this, this year, aren't they? I mean, like, like last year, they were shopping in Desigual, and this year, they're shopping in El Corte Inglés. That's where they are at the moment. <laughs> I've heard of the second one. I, I've not... heard the first one. Oh, right, OK. Shall we, shall we confirm, oh, so Marcus? Yeah. yeah. Well, so we've yeah. got a high street there. Um, <laughs> it, it, <would> be... <laughs> I mean, what I would say for Chelsea, they could get 11 players sent off and have a new team to put in just as, <laughs> you know, uh, ready to play Champions League football. They've got the squad to play 
to get a lot of red cards in the first leg. They should have got more. They should have got more. Should have got yeah. more red cards. Mm. Chilwell definitely got one. It was a definite sending off. I thought to myself, I think it was Glenn Hoddle said in the in the the um, post match, you've ah, it shouldn't be getting sent off. You know, like it's. I think it's a tougher a tougher game. Like he said, back your goalkeeper. Now I know people are, mm. are critical of Kepper, but. I, Lambs didn't like him. <laughs> he didn't. Um, but I don't know. I, I thought that was a very, very silly thing for, for Chilwell to do. Agreed. And I, I think if you remember back to the Europa League last season, when in successive rounds, Aaron Craswell did exactly the same sending off. Mm, it, right. was just, it was just like that, really, where you thought the, the only possible outcome from you making the challenge here is, is, is getting sent off. Yeah, I know they've got to make split second decisions, but yeah, it was daft. I know it was a bit of a sacrifice, wasn't it? Well, yeah, but I, I think right that... after Easter, maybe just get it in, <laughs> in, the, in the habit. Outrageous, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, it, look, so I mean, the sermon on the Mason Mount. There we are. There we go. This Tidied scene. it up a nice little ball. Well played. Um, Good. Bring car- some energy to proceedings I at pre- ten pm. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Don't let people behind the curtain. Um, Karen Benzema scored again. The man just doesn't age. He goes on and on and on. It's quite remarkable, really. And he is something that Chelsea just don't have right now. That proper goal scorer who's up there. And, and I know we all talk about you know, number nines and is it a traditional number nine or a different number nine and all of that. The fact is, they have a focal point up front. Mm. And Chelsea don't have that. What did you think of the formation that Lampard played? He played Sterling and Joao Felix in the sort of the most advanced positions up front. And again, these days, I'm reluctant to say it was a, a three. 5-2 or you know whatever you you may think but Andy that seemed to be what it was um, from where I was sitting yeah and uh, you know they, they just had to try something what they need is they need bodies in the penalty box and they need a formation that allows Chilwell and Rhys James to get forward that, that, that's what they need to be allowed to do so in principle um, I'm completely on board with it but just Real Madrid just looked a lot more coherent really mm-hmm. I, I mean I don't think Chelsea have particularly changed under Lampard and I don't think that's really a knock on him if, if there is a knock on him at the moment it's that he keeps taking jobs that are impossible to succeed in because I don't see what he can do picking up this absolute mess and having no time to to work with the players because you know it's basically coaching on their laptops and iPhones, there's very much little time on the on the, on the training field at, at, at this point in, in the season. It's all R&R. He's never going to so, turn it down, though, is he? Come on. No, he's, 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 he's not. But, you know, he, he could have turned Everton down rather than taking a job that was impossible to succeed in and to be fair, found out nothing about him as a coach. To be fair, he did turn down Norwich City when they were doomed. <laughs> so, he, I, so sometimes he does make the right decision. I stand corrected, yes. Marcus. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you, um, you know, uh, are honest about that. Well, yeah. I mean, look, thinking about the the picture that we um, find Chelsea in, Real Madrid weren't even that great last night, and they still won two nil, and it was pretty comfortable. But of course, Stamford Bridge, Andy, could we have one of those nights? You know, what? <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't think so, because I think with Real Madrid. You may be right in terms of they weren't spectacular last night, but do we ever really expect it from them? If we had incredible matches last season, 
It's because they weren't in control at, at most stages. Mm. Whereas I think I, it feels to me very different than in the Champions League this season. Mm. It, it feels as if they're, they're doing all their crazy stuff in La Liga because they know they can't win it anyway. Mm. There feels like a, a level of control and poise that there really wasn't last year. I, I, I expect them to finish Chelsea off quite easily in the second leg. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. I tell you what, though, I mean, you know, assuming Manchester City finished the job off in Munich. My goodness, it is a, a phenomenal match. opportunity Ooh. for them because, as you say, yeah, Real Madrid. You know they, you know they're a strong outfit and all, but they're not what they were last year. Even though last year they weren't the best team in the competition, they just provided you know amazing moments of quality and excitement Ooh. towards the end of games. But they do have Carlo Ancelotti, and Carlo Ancelotti. The moment of the game, surely, was when that ball came to him and he controls it. Little keeper, thank you very Beautiful. much. Beautiful. It, it would have only been better if he'd had a cigar on the go. Oh, that <laughs> would, would that have? Been, I mean, Des Kelly said to him, um, "You know, have you told your players that?" Or words to the effect of, "So you've told the players that the tie isn't over yet?" And I thought, well. <laughs> yeah, I, I, tie sure, my fucking head, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he has. So, but. So I, I I think it'd be unlikely he would have lit up a celebratory cigar before the <laughs> before the end of that game. Um, although he's he... a big charcuterie board <laughs> out, or maybe a barbecue on the go. Beautiful. True. We did we did say more poise than last season. I think he could have allowed himself a Hamlet at the very least. Well, he's, he, <laughs> funnily enough, he said recently that he bonded with Jurgen Klopp over e-cigarettes. Oh, yeah. right. Which is a which is a funny old thing. Could, um, I mean, is Klopp com- concerned about um, sort of smoking cigarettes and he's doing e-cigarettes? Is he is he concerned about staining those lovely pearly whites? Is that ooh. is that why he's not? Because he could just that pop could be them. right. That, he, he yeah. must, you must get spares when you buy those teeth, surely. Do you not get spares? You can pop in every time. <laughs> is it that easy a job? <laughs> How much did you spend yeah. on them? I could have popped them in. Use <laughs> <laughs> some of my spares. Tic Tacs, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you remember um, the late great Johan Cruyff, who um, he he um, used to suck on a lollipop sometimes when he was right. in the dugout. Okay, yeah. Um, to yeah, uh, post post quitting smoking. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah. Interesting. I'd like to see. Um, I'd like, we want to see the lollipop back in the dugout. Uh, I want to see balloons. I want to see Deli Ali in the dugout. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. I'll tell you what, funny you say that. In a vest, in a dirty vest, <laughs> in the dugout, doing balloons. That's what, I want to, that's what we all want to say. Come on. Not caught on a long lens. In the dugout, in a vest, in Turkey, doing balloons. That's what we all want. Are they getting the best out of him there? He's so um, confusing. He's getting the best out of himself. Yeah, um, he's got his confidence back. Um, <laughs> he has. He's laughing. He's always laughing. That lad. Tell you he what, he plays with a smile on his face. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. 
So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash ramble. Hi, I'm Dion Dublin, and when I'm not banging my tube, I'm listening to the football ramble. But it could have... Honestly, I, I look at this result and think I could, it could have been worse. Although, yeah. when Mason Mount suddenly popped up in the box, I thought, oh, that would have been uh, nice. He was he was blocked by um, former former Chelsea teammate uh, Antonio um, Rudiger. Do we expect Mason Mount to come back in more under Frank Lampard? He does love him after all. I hope so, but I, I, I don't necessarily think it's coach-specific. If you think about it, when Thomas Tuchel took over his, his first game, you remember that turgid nil-nil with Wolves in, in, in midweek? Oh. And um, people went absolutely crackers that he didn't pick Mason Mount mm. for that first game. And yet, after that, he became a really, really integral player for him. Mm. I, I just think, you know, I would like to think like, class will out. Obviously, there's the whole contract situation with Mason Mount as as, as well, but we yeah, I see. mean, he showed he showed how valuable he can be. Indeed. Don't give him a good new contract. See what happened with Ben Chilwell. Yeah. <laughs> He's just signed a two-year contract extension. Not well, having that. I can just do what I want. Um, <laughs> in, in the other game last night in the Champions League, AC Milan beat Napoli 1-0. They, of course, beat Napoli 4-0 yeah. in uh, Serie A quite recently. But this is... Uh, it's a, it's it's a good win for Milan. There's no two ways about that. And and Napoli, myself included, um, everybody I think are expecting to to reach the final because they will play. Well, they're obviously playing against Milan, and then and then they would play most likely Inter of Inter or Benfica in, in the next round. Mm. And Napoli have been so good this season, but you see that and you think to yourself, oh, could they? Could this be a, a, a tie where actually maybe the pressure gets to them? The expectation is finally kind of catching up with them, Andy. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure if it's that, but certainly the people I was speaking to in Italy beforehand seem to think that Milan have got Napoli's number, mm. which I, I think is, is quite interesting. Also, there's the fact that they didn't have any fit strikers for this. So it's not just... Ozymen, but uh, Gio Simeone comes in and, and, and does some useful stuff and scores some useful goals. Raspadori wasn't fit enough to start. Um, so Napoli had twice as many shots, but it didn't really feel like they were going to score for, for a lot of that. Um, uh, Mike Maignan is obviously very confident and, uh, you know, emits such great confidence and made a couple of good saves early on in particular. But I think what might be ruinous for them in, in this tie is that the fact that... Uh, Zambo and Kisa got sent off for uh, two yellow cards and Kim got a booking that's going to keep him out of the second leg as well. Mm. So um, they're, they're hoping to have Aussie men back, but they're missing a couple of really important players. I, mean, I, think, I think people look at Milan on paper and go, oh, you know, the, the tradition, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They've got no experience really mm. at this level, give or take Giroud. So, you know, I know we can get sucked into talking about Napoli. And, you know, they've given us so much this season. Milan is a great story. Yeah. And we, we talked about composure and control. For such a young side, they've, they've got a lot of that. Peter, did you hear the uh, the wicked whispers coming out of the uh, Bayern dressing room from their uh, match at the Etihad that Sadio Mane reportedly punched his Bayern teammate Leroy Sané in the face after their defeat at the Etihad on Tuesday? It's, it's very pleasing because their names are so similar. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just so very pleasing. We're I'm glad they came together. We're because... and Sanay. <laughs> Friends till the end. <laughs> yeah. So uh-huh. Sane got the coach. Uh, mm. Mane got picked up from the airport. Yeah. It's all a bit, it's a bit succession, isn't it? What did you do? It's in the same room. <laughs> but apparently uh, Sane had a, a, a bleeding lip. Which is uh, which aroused suspicions, right? And okay. uh, and a and a mane fist, you know, shaped, you know, lump on his on his face. I don't know. But... <laughs> his wedding ring on his <laughs> smashed it to his lip. I mean, the, the best thing that they, they were arguing on the pitch um, yeah. in the defeat against Manchester City, uh, and there's just a brilliant kind of picture of them both going. Uh, I yeah. don't know why. It's not my fault. It's not your fault. Whose fault could it be? <clears throat> Let's have a fight about it. Yeah. <laughs> why, why, did, why didn't you kick Edison in the face like you did that time before? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what, what, I'll do you in the face. <laughs> um, something like that. Well, of course, mm. more on Thomas Tuchel and Bayern and that Milan went over Napoli on today's On the Continent, everybody. Uh, so get your ears around that. Um, chaps, I want to go from the Champions League to the Championship League, if you will, and finish today's show with two bits of midweek news. Um, Paul Ince uh, found that he was out of a job uh, this week. He was sacked by Reading with the club 22nd in the league on 41 points. They were deducted six points last week, but they hadn't won in eight games. So a bit of a a perilous situation there. Mm. Um, Ince clearly feels it's been tough because he said... If you get Pep in here, it'd be no different. You can get Klopp in here, it'd be no different because we have eight first-team players out. <laughs> <laughs> They've never dealt with injuries, have they? Especially not Klopp. No, no, no absolutely. I, I, I do have a degree of sympathy for Paul Ince and that's funny because he's not always the easiest to have sympathy <laughs> for. Um, but but it, Reading is an incredibly, incredibly difficult situation. Yeah. And that's before... Andy Carroll starts fighting the fans. Oh, come on. There's no need for that. I mean, yeah, the fact they were deducted six No, points. you're right. There is no need for yeah. it. <laughs> um, well, of course, uh, elsewhere, Neil Warnock has steered Huddersfield clear of the relegation zone. Of course, you see, people all get all a bit sort of snooty towards people like him and Roy Hodgson. They do the job. They get it done. <laughs> Usually, let's forget about Watford and Hodgson. Um, yes. So well, when are you when are you going to get your arse in gear and breathe life into Alan Pardew's career? That, that's yeah. what the listeners want to know. I... Come, come on, come on, Marcus. You're just concentrating on Warnock, on Roy, on yeah. your favourites. There are other ones. When are you going to get Big Sam a job? Well, Pardew I was tro- in the England frame at one point. No, in it... the frame. <laughs> no, in the he, frame. I think he. I think he built his own England frame and then put himself in it. Oh, Alan Pardew right. would have built the frame for him. I mean, that well, was I mean, in his previous I mean, life, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Pardew was a glazer, wasn't he? Famously. Yeah. Uh, there you are. You see, it all makes sense in the end. Uh, well, <laughs> one of Warnock's uh, former midfielders, Darren Ambrose, uh, was talking about uh, old um, Neil this week uh, and said that he used to cut his toenails. That was Warnock used to cut Darren Ambrose's toenails. Wow. And Ambrose said about Neil Warnock, he is tremendous. I had done well for him. And if you did, he would repay you in terms of love. He was a chiropodist. Now, this we know. He does love a bit of chiropody. Um, He he, he used to do my feet. He would not let anyone else trim my toenails and stuff. He would do it. He would have his little glasses and white coat and a bag of nail tools and he would do my feet. It's it's, it's the little white coat. But but (laughs) it's the little white coat. The thing that gets me is like, 
I don't know about what your dad's tools are, tools are like, right? My dad's not been an electrical engineer for like for decades, right? And they're just covered in paint and they're old and they're on a big old greasy tool bag. And I just think he's not practiced as a cropperist for, you know, decades, probably 50 years, right? Or 40 years. So like, why is he allowed to do that? You know, <laughs> no, but, these are expensive assets to a football club. Yeah, but it sounds like and this is. man who's not pra- practiced property for, for decades is, you know, hitting bunions with Bibles and fucking knocking what? shit out of the toenails and stuff. <laughs> I think... Yeah. I, I, I understand what you mean, but I think he... I think he still did. The man's a hack cropodist. That's what I'm saying, Marcus. <laughs> I'm saying he needs to move on. He's to the Dr. Nick Riviera of cropodists. Yes, yes, yes he exactly. Is. exactly. I, I think he'd be an arsh. I think he kept his interest up. He kept his profession, yeah. damn it all up. <laughs> it, I, think, I think football management was a vehicle for him to be able right, to, to get, get access to well, loads of... He's an of... unlicensed footballerer, is what he is, and he shouldn't <laughs> be going anywhere near him. Not not only is this an absolutely disgusting image, oh. but but why are those quotes? What you from in that hotel Ambrose? room? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you put the laptop up, please, Andy? <laughs> Andy. Look, I'm not, I'm not, I've not got the Sven angle. Oh, wait, all I'm going to say is before You're we start in crumbs. What's before, going on? Before in we there? started recording, Andy is Andy is in a hotel room for this recording. Yeah. <laughs> he was slightly slumped down, and Pete said he's looking a bit beefy. Both of them. All right, <laughs> beefy, beefy both of them. <laughs> for those who remember. It? When Beefy Botham we accidentally tweeted a picture he of his hacked. Beefy. Yep. He got hacked, Carry sorry. On. That's what he, he got. Did get hacked. Oh, he sorry. did get hacked. Let's yeah. be accurate. Let's yes. be accurate. Yes, yes, yes. I wouldn't want to do it. I am not taking over the Ramble Instagram tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying just mind Twitter for the next few hours. You may mm. see Andy's Beefy. Um, <laughs> right. Enough of the bollocks. Just before we go, it's time for another bonus edition of Betfair's Popular Bet Builder. Select from the most popular pre-made football bet builders using Betfair's handy app and you can add them to your bet slip in just one tap. We're going to have a crack at Manchester United versus Sevilla in the Europa League, which is tonight. Andy, far away. Right, I'm going for Bruno Fernandes to have one or more shots on target in each half because he really loves to get the bit between his teeth in these, doesn't he? Mm. And I suspect that this game will not be any different. Yes. Peter. I'm going to go for Anthony Martial to score at any time because Eric Ten Hag basically says we play better when he's in the side. Um, you've got uh, Marcus Rashford out uh, being the top scorer in the side and I just think he's going to do it. I think he's going to do it, Marcus. You've put your money where your mouth is. Uh, Jim has the next pick. I'm going to go for Eric Lamella to make two or more fouls because I think the man is a snide. Well, <laughs> there's uh, Arsenal fan Jim Campbell there. Interesting, uh, interesting choice. And I am going to go for Manchester United to be winning at half time because I think they will win the tie and I think they'll be up at half time. So there we are. Bruno Fernandes to, so, to have one or more shots on target in each half. Anthony Martial to score at any time. Eric Lamella to commit two or more fouls and Manchester United to be winning at half time. A £5 bet with Betfair on that popular bet bill that returns £118 and 11 pence. And if we win all that money, we'll go to Prostate Cancer UK. We will be back with another round of Betfair's Popular Bet Builder on tomorrow's preview show. Exclusive to Betfair Sportsbook, T's and C's apply. You've got to be over 18 to get involved. And for more information on responsible gambling, head to BeGambleAware.org. There we are. We've reached the end of another Ramble Reacts. We've reacted, Peter. Do you feel mm. Do you feel like you've got a load of opinions off your chest? 
<laughs> I've got everything off my chest, and now I'm gonna I'm gonna go. <laughs> You're just no, gonna go. <laughs> now I've got them. Um, I was gonna yeah, not gonna get into. I've got I've got them all off my chest, and I'm leaving. Bye. Lovely, lovely. Well, thank yeah. you very much for listening to today's Ramble Reacts. <laughs> On the continent will be out later today, and guarantees to be a right cracker as Nikki joins Andy and Dotton to discuss Milan versus Napoli and much more. And remember, you can find us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at Football Ramble. Do remember to subscribe on your podcast app. Andy, what are you going to get up to in that hotel room of yours? Um, prepare for on the continent, obviously. Obviously. Everyone's in the field. Nikki's out and about as well, isn't she? Yeah. She is, yeah. Great stuff. I like we, this. We it's have, so exciting. We have colonised the airports of Europe on OTC <laughs> this year. Super. Lovely stuff. Well, there we are, everybody. Thank you very much for uh, listening, as I say. And thank you to Pete and Andy. Thank you to yourselves. And thank you to Carlo Ancelotti. Lots of love. <laughs> See you soon. Bye. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 